Ozone. Welcome to the Ozone Podcast with Jaguars senior writer, John Osher. All right, welcome to this week's uh, final Ozone Podcast of the offseason. And we are joined, uh, you know, I can't tell you how excited I am about it and how appreciative I am of the time he's giving us. Jaguars quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, long time without doing this for you. You've gotten lucky so far, <laughs> but now you're in the hot seat. But thank you for joining us. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate you having me, man. And uh, first of all, the obligatory offseason question. Uh, what are you getting out of it? Uh, how is this offseason going for you? Yeah, I think it's just it's just good to have all the guys here and to build, continue to build on what we started last year. You know, obviously last year's offseason was a little bit different mm-hmm. just because new staff, a lot of new players, a new offense, new defense, everything is just new. Um, that's how the last couple years have been for me. So it's nice to have some carryover, some consistency, to have the same you know system in place, to have a lot of guys coming back on offense. Obviously, we added some new pieces, so you're constantly getting those guys up to speed. But um, just to have our core intact and to mm-hmm. add a few pieces here and there and to be able to build on what we did last year. And we just started so far, so much further ahead of where we were right. this time last year, you know, because it's our first time seeing the installs last year. And now we've gone through a whole season. We've had the whole system in. We've mm-hmm. ran all these plays and all these adjustments and just being able to build on that. And we can talk like we were in December, but we're only in, you know, I guess now we're in June, but, you know, we're just further ahead. And um, you talk about that, but where does that come? I mean, how much does that help your comfort? You're in a room, you're sitting there with Doug and Press in the off season, and you have a chance to look back and say, okay, against the Eagles last year, we did this. What should I have done differently? Yep. How important is that to have that time to go over it for them to say, okay, I see what Trevor does well. I see what we should stay away from. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we talk about it in uh, press conferences with you so much, but how important is that for you and how much can that help? Super important. I think it just goes back to, I mean, the relationship between players and coaches, especially at the quarterback position, and mm-hmm. especially having a coach like Coach Peterson who played the position was very involved in the play calling and um, and our system and building that out and all that and then obviously alongside of press and our other coaches um, but to have that relationship and that rapport and to be able to build off of a year playing together that's huge because you learn so much in in a season of just different game plans seeing like you said to your point of just seeing what I do well maybe stuff I don't prefer mm-hmm. different concepts I like whatever mistakes I made and how you learn from throughout the throughout the year and last off season we're watching you know, a combination of like Philly and Indy and all these different places where our coaches were before, right. but different players. And you're while you're installing, you're watching those clips. And now when we're installing to the team, it's our clips from last year of what we were able to do. And um, so that adjustment and just knowing that we've seen all these concepts, we've ran them in games, we've ran them where they worked great, we've ran them where maybe we want to change something because we didn't like how the defense reacted and mm-hmm. we want to have an answer for that. So we have all these different clips to look back on and we have a whole file of all right, this is all of our plays, this is all the concepts we ran, these were successful, these weren't, and why. And you look back at that, sometimes it's just, you know, you miss a throw, you drop a ball, you know, whatever. Then sometimes it's like schematically, okay, maybe we could have done this a little bit better to prepare for this situation. Doug talked so much last year about almost muscle memory, and it, 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 you can forget it because you don't, you know, we don't play, we just watch. But how important it is to 
have a play in the second half of the season where you've thrown that pass to Christian before in that situation and just how that muscle memory can help you. And now you've got a full season of that going forward, and that's what you're talking about, just sure. that sort of able to recollect without even thinking about it. Definitely. I mean, it's for just purposes of being able to run so many different things, and we can make in-game adjustments because now we've had, like I said, now we've had a full year of doing it. You know, mm-hmm. at the beginning of last season, you have a plan, and we also we all know the system by that point, but you have a plan going into the game, and then halftime, halftime comes, and you might have to make some adjustments, but it's harder because – you know, for our staff, it's like, all right, well, some of these plays we haven't ran in a while, right. or maybe we have to make an adjustment, but we're not comfortable because the guys haven't seen that yet. Right. But as the season went on, that was a lot easier to right. add stuff on the fly. And then now, and just for confidence, too, moving forward is if it's in the second half and it's a big third down or a big fourth down or whatever, we can go back to plays or, you know, we know what we do well. Right. And we can put ourselves in situations and we have that confidence as players and coaches. Is it possible to put into words – how different you feel right now than you did a year ago. Yeah, I would just say more comfortable. I mean, okay. that's really the I mean most general way to say sure. it. But I would say more comfortable in just our system and, and different ins and outs of it, the details. You know, last year was just trying to be a sponge and learn everything and get the basics down. Mm-hmm. And then now it's, like I talked about, the details of different routes, different concepts, right. you know, different coverages, how I'm going to react. All that stuff has just, you know, expanded and elevated from – obviously doing it for a year do you ever stop and think how much you've seen in two years i mean it's only been about 26 months you've been in jacksonville Mm. (laughs) you saw some stuff in 21 you saw different stuff in in 2022 i mean it was a remarkable season on the other end 2022 you're two and six you recover from that you've gained a lot of experience in two years on both ends definitely i mean that's that's stuff to you know it's if I looked at my career five years ago or whatever, I would have probably not thought that it right. would maybe go exactly like that, right. but I definitely wouldn't change anything. And even last year, you know, I think that was cool for our team to see. You know, we had a great year. We ended up finishing really well. Mm-hmm. You know, had a playoff win and came came up short in KC. But um, but then, like you said, to look back at the beginning of the year, it's not like everything just went smooth for right. us. You know, we were 2-6 and six and lost five games straight, um, and we had to kind of battle out of that. And then we had a – a rough loss in Detroit after we kind of were coming out of that mm-hmm. that um, I guess slump whatever you want to call it, and then to be able to win five straight like we we had a we had a, a season of ups and downs sure. and to see how our team responded in our in our coaching staff I think that's what gives me more confidence than anything is that we've been through the roller coaster of a season and you you, you don't want it to be that way but a lot of times it is that way it's NFL and um, week to week it's just super challenging so to be able to to kind of battle through that and stay the same and to mm-hmm. keep our team together, I think that says more than anything about our guys. I don't know how accurately you can answer this, but it always struck me, uh, 21, 22, I think everybody who was around you, you never lost confidence. You always exuded a confident feel. Did you ever lose it inside? Were you just sort of being Trevor smiling at the podium? Or, or, or did you always feel confident that you were going to turn it around or or – that it was going to turn around overall. I mean, I think it's tough. You went through yeah, some tough times. No, I think I think both. I think I felt both emotions at different times. Sure. Um, it's hard. I mean, because there was times where just different weeks, up and down, ups mm-hmm. and downs of the season, and where I you know didn't play well. And last year, I had a stretch of you know four or five games where I really didn't play well at all. So right. there were definitely times where it was harder to see through to the other side. But sure. I've always I've always had that that faith and that belief 
deep down that I I knew, I knew, knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I knew we were going to come out on the other side of it. I didn't know exactly when. And right. obviously during those times when you're not playing well and the team's not in a great spot, um, as far as you look at just win lo- wins and losses, sure. I mean, it's harder to see and it's harder to forecast. Is that going to be soon or is that going to be later? You right. know, and I So I didn't know the answer to that question, but I just knew, like I said, I think it's the, the faith aspect where I just – I know that I'm going to come out on the other side of it and right. just hoping it's sooner rather than later. Right. And, and all I know how to do is just keep going to work. And, you know, it's it's hard to not lose confidence because this league is so tough and you can't let things snowball. And, you know, that's happened a couple of times in my first two seasons mm-hmm. where you feel like week to week you're letting things carry over and affect, right. you know, how you play mentally. And um, I think I just hit a point last year where I was able to really turn the page from play to play, series to series, where I just – I think that experience that you talked about right. – kind of accumulated and I learned I just can't let you can have a bad play you can have a bad series but you right. can't let that snowball into a bad game a couple bad games you know on a bad stretch so that's I think I've just learned a lot throughout my first two years when's the last time that you were able to walk down the street go to a mall without being recognized <laughs> as Trevor Lawrence I don't know uh probably I'll say high school, but even okay. high school from a small town, so it wasn't sure. the same as it is different now. Kind of you know, a different feel just because I was still a kid and it was it was different. But um, it's been a while. Probably it, it really escalated after my freshman year in college. Sure. Obviously, winning the national championship and being in Clemson, which is super super small town. And the reason I asked, we talked about it a little bit before we went on the air or, or, or I started the podcast. You're remarkable in 22 years old, 23, 23. Okay, yep. well, and. Able to handle that, and I know you've been through it since you were a freshman at Clemson. But um, what's your approach with fans, and how do you handle that? Because you know they want a piece of you a little bit. You also want uh, some Trevor time. But your your approach and the way you handle fans, where does that come from, and how are you able to do it? Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of it goes back to how I was raised, and okay. you know my my family and they my parents taught me to treat people well regardless of who they are Mm -hmm. Um, always treat people how you want to be treated so I think that's kind of the principles of it but then you also think about being in the position I'm in you have a you have a lot of opportunities to make people smile to make people's days Mm -hmm. and it's hard to sometimes it's it's a hassle and sometimes you just want to have your your time sure but it's part of it you know it's hard to see a kid running up and if you talk to him take a picture with him it might make his day and right um might make his year exactly so i mean it's you got to play but you also i mean i think there's a mutual and a lot of our fans here are are awesome i'd say Mm -hmm. 95 percent of them are great you know super respectful give us space so there's a time and a place i also want to have my time you know if i'm eating or or dinner or whatever like i want to i want to be able to have that time where i can be normal for a second but just walking around, I understand that that kind of comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this position, you know, I'm, there's so many good things about it. But one of the things that can be good, can be bad, is like you share yourselves with you share right. yourself with the world wherever you go. And that's right. for me and Marissa, and that's an adjustment, obviously, that we've had to get used to. Um, but it's part of it, you know. I think. With but you that, really haven't, you know. I see you on Instagram all the time, and if you follow other people, they post about you all the time. It really doesn't seem like you've changed. You still go out for coffees, and you know still go out and don't mind being in that world you know which some other athletes i've been around have sort of curtailed that yeah but you like that 
Yeah, I mean, like, like it. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I I do enjoy I enjoy meeting our fans and mm-hmm. um in the right doses. Like I said, I like to <laughs> like it to be controlled. <laughs> you know, I don't want to go out and just completely be bombarded where I can't move and you know do do my thing, do right. what I want to do. But I I also want to keep some sense of normalcy. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's important just for you know my personal life and for me and my wife right. and Marissa, just our life in general. I think it's important to be able to be normal and. Um, I like being around people. I really do. Um, not always being, I don't, I don't enjoy being the center of attention all the time, but I do like being out and seeing people and it's cool to be, to be that person. You know, I know a lot of guys don't do that and I understand completely, but I do think it gives you more of a, a personal aspect to your community and to be out and about and for people to see you. Um, I do enjoy it, but obviously it's, it's one of those things where we just have to prepare if we're going out. Right. We kind of know how it's going to be, you know, you can't go out and right, be, someone's going to take somebody a half an hour. It might take you guys exactly, 45 minutes exactly. so, or an hour. You can't be grumpy that people are bugging you when you're the one that chose to go out to, to dinner. <laughs> so it's like, you know, that's, that's just part of it. And we, we pick and choose our spots. The player's tribune letter. Um, I, I haven't talked to you since you wrote it. How important was that to you? Uh, it was, it was an unbelievable message to this fan base uh why'd you do it and how important was it yeah we you know we thought of the the idea after the season just of the emotions of the season how we finished especially how we were able to finish at home those Mm -hmm. last couple weeks and just the energy in the city and really even after that just the next couple weeks of you know walking around wherever it was um like you said getting coffee going out to breakfast whatever and just seeing the energy and the excitement from Mm -hmm. our fans and People would do it still, even when we weren't playing well. But to see how many people were wearing Jag shirts and hats, right. and just the city was just so behind us. So you know, we talked about it. Me and my team talked about it, and just to be able to put something out there, just to let the fans know, like we we appreciate you guys, and we know it hasn't been it hasn't always been the easiest right. road to, to, to where we're at now. And but still, not only that, and thanks for a great year, but there's more to come. Right. That's not that's not our ceiling, and I think that was to be able to try to convey both those things was important right. to me. Balance, and have you always had a sense, obviously being the number one pick and the quarterback, it, it goes with it, but you seem to have balanced well the inherent expectations that of the franchise quarterback with the day-to-day, if you follow me. I mean, it, it's a pressure that's not easy. I know you knew it came with it, but how have you balanced that? over time just sort of knowing that that's there but you got to perform every day yeah i guess it's just about yeah uh, focusing on the day-to-day right exactly i think focusing on the moment in front of you that's the that's a, a huge thing in this league not even just playing quarterback and right. you know franchise talk about all that stuff but just being successful and playing well in this league i mean that's what it's about just being able to focus on what's right in front of you because it's so easy to get distracted it's so easy to put pressure on yourself because right. There are a lot of expectations, and um, but you can't control that, and that's a good thing. I think with those, it means you're doing something right if you have expectations, right. high expectations. So, but but you still you can't focus on those. You have to be self-driven, self-motivated, and I think the culture that we have here really helps mm-hmm. guys. Even last year, like I said, look at the way we started the year, not great. I think the culture that we have that we've set here really helps guys stay in this bubble and stay right. focused on what's next. And we were able to – I mean, we had some games where we'd play terrible and we'd come in the next week and our staff did such a great job of just flipping the page and right. getting us – obviously you have corrections to make because you played – you didn't play well. But to be able to do what they did and convey the message of, hey, we're moving on, there's another week. And mm-hmm. we never felt like we were out of it, even right. sitting at, what were we, four and eight at one point? 
I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah after yeah, the amazing. Detroit game. Even sitting at 4-8, and eight, we knew we pretty much had to win out to give ourselves a shot, but we right. never felt like we were out of it. So I think that's a, you know, that's credit to our staff mainly of setting that culture. Then myself and other leaders and players on the team buying in and, and just – being able to create that atmosphere here. Gotcha. Last thing we do here, it's called the Ozone Five. The Ozone Five. 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 Five quick questions. Trevor Lawrence, what was your last binge watch? Binge watch. Ooh. Uh, so I'm going to be quick with me. I think about it. <laughs> binge watch. Oh, we were watching The Last of Us, but I don't okay. think there's any new ones out right now. Okay. So, yeah. Best binge watch of all time for you. Best binge best watch. I mean, we watched the most. The show we binged the most was probably Money Heist. Okay. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's good. It's a good Might show. be a little old for that. It's, Might be out of my. It's uh, nah. I don't think you're. I don't think okay. you're too old for it. John. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was a few years ago. It was maybe five or six years ago. It came out. Last song you heard this morning on your way in. Last song. Um, I don't think I even listen to music on the way in. Sometimes okay. I don't even listen to music in the All car right. on the way. <laughs> okay. Um. Best player you've played with or against? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, you can do one offense, one defense. That's, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, defense, best player. Gosh. I'm not going to do anyone currently on the team, but okay. college. I'll, just do, I'll do college. College best player I played with was, I have to say, mm, Christian Wilkins. Okay. Yeah, he's up there. And then offensive it's you can tough. go college since you don't want yeah. to offend anybody in the NFL. I'll do college. Okay. Offensive, I mean, Travis is up there. Travis and T, okay. two of the yeah. – I mean, those those two guys are, are studs. So, uh, yeah, kinda, you happen to play on a pretty good team, so it's a tough – Exactly. <laughs> it's I don't tough. Wanna, yeah, I don't want to <laughs> pick and choose. So it's tough, you know. Then it's, everything changes in the NFL, so. Play in the NFL you're most proud of? One play. Most proud of? I don't know. Like, coolest, biggest moment – my two would probably be um, the play against Dallas to Zay down the side, okay. the, the deep one. Yep. That one, and then the the Chargers two point conversion. That one was gotcha. just the moment. Yeah. Not, not not necessarily my best play or my proudest moment, whatever. But the moment, how big it was. Like that was, I was so fired up after that play. Gotcha. And it put us within yeah. two. I mean, I think that just that was a cool moment. Fans might have voted for the stiff arm. Stiff arm. Yeah. No, that's not maybe my – I wasn't even – I probably got a minus on my technique grade sheet or whatever. I probably wasn't even, I wasn't even supposed to pull that ball. But, no, that was that was a good one too. Okay. They love it because it was Tennessee too. Now, so. this, and the sneak was your call. Yeah. So Just a little ad lib there. Yeah. yeah. Some guts, which you don't mind doing. No, I think when the – I think that's something that makes who I am as a player. Right. Having those, those instincts and – Maybe and to know the moment exactly to know the right moment to know that you can do it that you can pull it off I think is a, there's a fine line I've been on the wrong end of doing not necessarily that but right. you know to kind of testing the limit so I, I've I've learned lessons doing that as well but I think that kind of makes who I am as a player to be able to do that Have you tried it with Doug and had it not work yet? Not not okay. uh, in, an instance like that. There's definitely okay. been times, especially my rookie year, where and last year too, trying to make certain throws and trying right, to do certain right. things where it's like, well, well, sure, what, that's are you, gonna what are you doing? Right. You know, it's like right. trying to do too much. But plays like that, really, we had a couple of them last year. As far as right against Tennessee, that was a little bit of an ad lib. Yep. And then the sneak was so yeah. Definitely, and we and you don't want to come one, off with that. Had one against the Jets as well, okay. so that was we had a couple right. last year. <laughs> 
Final question. Uh, person or people most responsible for you being here? That's a, that's a good, great question. I would say definitely my family, okay. um, including my wife, Marissa, uh, my parents, mm-hmm. obviously. All the coaches I've had. I've, I've really been blessed with some great coaches going back to high school. My high school head coach is awesome. I mean, as a person and as a coach. And he helped kind of develop me and turn right. me into I, who I became in college. And then same thing with Coach Sweeney and Coach mm-hmm. Streeter at Clemson and Coach Elliott. And then to now, all the coaches I've had so far in the NFL, I mean, everyone's had their own part of my development. Right. And that's the cool part about this game is you, you come alongside people for certain parts of their journey, and you never know how you're going to impact them in theirs. And you don't know which part of it it is for them or for yourself. Right. But just to be a part of a team where you're all heading in the same direction, I think that's the, the coolest part about this game and to, to build those relationships and just help each other. Great perspective. Trevor, thanks for sharing it with us. I appreciate you joining the Ozone Podcast and look forward to working with you this year. Yes, sir. Thanks, John.